tayo isasamba sa pamamagitan ng uh, preaching ng salita ng Diyos. And we have been going through yung sa First Thessalonians and ngayon na po yung final installment ng ating preaching series on First Thessalonians. And ang, ang, I trust yung faith ko po is that the last few weeks have given you enough ammunition to be able to live life today understanding yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa atin. And this afternoon, we will read from 1 Thessalonians, uh, chapter 5 na po tayo, pero babasahin ko lang po yung verses 5 to 11. Kung meron kayong Biblia, kunin nyo, let's read together. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do. But let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Tayo po'y manalangin. Panginoon, maraming salamat, Lord, na sa gitna, kahit sa gitna ng krisis na ito, kami ay nakakasamba pa rin sa iyo na magkakasama and that your word is something that we can read, we can meditate on and apply in our lives. Lord, bless the preaching of your word. Mangusap ka po sa bawat isa sa amin at bigyan mo kami ng specific word kung paano mo gustong i-apply namin ang salita mo sa buhay namin. Uh, hindi lang ngayong araw, hindi lang ngayong linggo, pero sa habang buhay namin. Lord, let it be your words and not my words. In Jesus' name, Amen. Alam nyo, lagi nating naririnig, no? even all throughout this uh, service, tayo ay nasa gitna ng isang pandemya And uh, mahirap, Mahirap. Uh, marami po sa inyo, nakakausap ko rin. And alam ko yung pinagdadaanan natin. Iba-iba ho ang pinagdadaanan natin. And minsan, may mga nakakausap ako. No? Yung, ito yung mga linya na naririnig ko. Yeah. Alam mo, Pastor, minsan, hindi ko na alam kung ano pa yung ibibigay ko. Hindi ko pa alam kung saan ako bubunot. Kung paano pa ako. Parang tinitignan ko na lang yung buhay ko. Parang ang hirap ng tumingin sa labas. Nakakapagod talaga tong pandemic na to. May nagsabi nga, there's so much gloom and hopelessness around. I don't want it anymore. And alam nyo, totoong nakakapagod yung pandemic na to. And siguro marami sa atin, kung hindi lahat, pagod na. It's, it's almost two years na hindi, hindi talaga normal yung buhay natin. No? Nakaano tayo sa bahay. And I do understand na yung crisis ngayon mahirap. But I am trusting that with God's word uh, this afternoon, that we will get a fresh perspective on how we can live life today and every day. Alam mo yun, yung binasa nating context, uh, yung binasa natin rather na text, ano yan, yung liham ni Apostol Pablo sa 1 Thessalonians, sa, yan yung sinulat niya dun sa church sa Thessalonica. Now, 
ang binasa nating parte nung Apostle Paul, huli na yan, di ba? We see the, uh, makikita nyo, kung gusto nyo basahin yung background niyan, punta kayo sa Acts, Acts 17, makikita nyo uh, yung story yan. Doon nagplant ng church si uh, Paul and Silas, doon sa um, lugar ng mga Thessalonians, ano? And uh, when they planted the church, he, he, preached the, he preached the gospel and people started encountering the life-changing message uh, of Jesus Christ. And then, they started following Jesus Christ. They followed the teachings of Christ. No? They started following. Ngayon, nung panahon na yon, it wasn't really received well uh, by those in authorities. Uh, may mga nagsasabi nga na ang ginagawa ni na Apostle Paul talagang kinukuha nila yung allegiance ng mga tao away from Caesar and, you know, binibigay sa iba. So, there were accusations and basta nilalabanan sila. Ang daming mga persecution and may imagine nyo naman yun, di ba? If when the authorities say, ay, iba yung, ano, iba yung gusto nitong taong to, inilalayo niya. Kumbaga, ang damdamin ng mga tao from the existing government. So, they were persecuted. Now, there's another uh, side to the trouble they faced. The Jews, hindi lang yung nasa uh, you know, no, gobyerno ng Rome, no? even the Jews created trouble for them and persecution broke out against them. And the church in Thessalonica, it was so bad, si Paul and Silas had to leave. Kailangan nilang umalis. They, you know, they had to leave. And being away from the church brought a level of concern. Alam nila, alam nila may persecution nung nandun sila and they had to leave. Ngayon, doon sa yung mga naiwan, of course, may mga, may mga namamatay na rin, may mga ganon. And, you know, time was passing by and the people had questions, they had concerns. Paano ba to? And some of those uh, questions na-explain nga sa atin, no? if you remember last week, napag-usapan ano, natin that God's faithfulness is for the living and even the living ones. So, kumbaga, meron tayong guarantee na ganon. Now, you have to understand, when we speak of the Jews nung time na yun, nagagalit sila eh, kay, kay na Apostle Paul because of what they were preaching. Now, when we speak of the Jews, it wasn't really all Jews. Kailangan natin maintindihan, hindi yan yung, ah, lahat ng taga-Israel. Hindi, hindi yun yun. When we say Jews, um, even among the Jews, there were different different groups. In Acts 6, makikita natin yan. May, may, makikita nyo doon, di ba? Merong Hellenistic Jews, merong Hebraic Jews. Kahit sila, medyo nagkakaroon ng alitan. And, you know, they were also having conflicts. Now, tayo, parang, para makita natin yung perspective, no? Para tayo sa Pilipinas, lahat tayo Pilipino. Pero iba-iba rin yung lugar natin. And there's a different culture that, uh, uh, kumbaga, is very evident sa iba-ibang probinsya. Now, ganun yung, in a way, merong ganun yung Jews. Merong cultural differences. And there was also geographical differences. Now, there was also religion. Meron ring uh, ibang religion, in a way, no? Not everyone followed Jesus. Merong mga traditional, very traditional uh, Jews who were still believing that another Messiah was coming. So, nakita niyo yung picture. Nandito si Apostle Paul, he was preaching that Jesus Christ who died and rose from the dead, is the Messiah. Ngayon, merong mga yung ultra-traditional and conservative na talagang hindi sila naniniwala. Sa paningin nila, iba ang dadating na Messiah. They had a different notion of the coming Messiah. So, yung nangyari kina Apostol Pablo, hindi lang, ano, hindi lang gobyerno yung nagagalit, not just those in authorities, but even the Jews. So now, yun yung setting 
and that occasioned the letter. Uh, this letter of Paul to the Thessalonians. This is, uh, pagtitignan nyo, di ba, may mga last days na pinag-uusapan, but overall, this was an encouraging letter. The people were doing well despite everything that was happening. See, um, ang ginawa ni Apostle Paul, kasi hindi nga nila alam eh, yung nangyayari, naiwan nila doon yung mga tao, there was persecution, so he was he really cared about them. Parang kahit naman po sinong pastor, di ba, pag nagplant ka ng church, you care, you really care about the people. Pag medyo na alis, na, na you had to leave, merong uh, ano ka na yung nangyayari. Ngayon, ngayong pandemic, naiisip po namin yon Linggo-linggo kaming mga pastor. Nagmi-meeting kami, pinagdadasal namin kayo. And we we ask, we update one another. Kumusta na? Kumusta na si Ganto? Kumusta na si Ganyan? Kumusta na yung anak ni Ganyan? And then we pray. So, ganun yung sitwasyon. Malayo si Apostle Paul. So, he had to send Timothy because he couldn't be back. Kasi nga, parang kumbaga wanted siya doon. Ano? So, he sent Timothy and Timothy came back with a good report. Parang ako... Paul, parang Paul, they're doing well. Despite the persecution, okay ang nangyayari dun sa mga tao. So, yun yung, yun yung letter now. Now, what I want us to understand, pagdating dun sa letter na to sa Bible, naalala nyo, dati merong movie, it's called uh, Message, in a Bo- Message in a Bottle. Now, love story po yun, pero I want you to imagine a message in a bottle. Ang idea ng message in a bottle, minsan dami na, makikita niyo mga picture, no? Uh, there's a letter inside, and it's addressed to someone else. Tapos minsan, ayan, papang tatapon sa dagat or something. And then, meron, imagine somehow getting hold of that message in a bottle. You open it, you get a letter inside that had so much to say. Ang dami, ang ganda ng message. Tapos, nakasulat siya. Ang pangalan ko, Pinky. Nakalagay, kunwari, do sa message ng bottle, Dear Graciela. I mean, you know, when you read something like that, you realize the letter wasn't really written for you. Now, ganun po yung First Thessalonians. It was not really written for us. It was written for the church at that time. Kailangan maintindihan natin kasi yung ibang binabasa natin, Madaling basta, ay, apply ko yun sa buhay ko. Kailangan makita natin yung perspective na yun para pag in-apply natin, uh, medyo swak. Okay po ba? So yun, message in a bottle. Now, because the Bible and every part of it is the inspired word of God, there is something that is for us. Okay? So it's like a message in a bottle. It was written. Doon sa mga, sa mga Thessalonians, it was written for them. Yung konteksto, yung nangyayari, yung historical ano na, na nangyayari nung panahon na yon, panahon nila, hindi panahon natin. Pero dahil sa litato ng Diyos, yung nangyayari noon, yung sinulat ni Apostol Pablo, titignan natin how do we apply it in our lives today. Okay, I hope I hope that's uh, clear that that gave you a picture kung paano natin i-approach tong uh, preaching sa 1 Thessalonians 5, no? Now, let me read sa 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. Nandito na, it was the end of the letter. Diba? Ang daming, ang daming uh, sinabi ni Paul nung umpisa. I-inexplain na niya that because we know that Jesus is coming back, we can stand in faith. Nakita natin how they can build as a community and how they were to live life uh, pleasing to God and how they were assured that when Jesus returns, He is coming back 
for the living and the living ones, as we talked about last week. And dami na nating na-cover, no? And now we, we are at the end of his letter, and he was giving his final remarks. Nandun na, pa-end na siya. Let me read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Now, naalala niyo yung message in a bottle, di ba? Kung ikaw ay nagbabasa nun, ano yung day of the Lord? Kung tayo kasi, basta iisipin lang natin, ah, ito yan. Ito yung second coming. Ito yung ganon. But, if you look at it, yung context nila, yung konteksto ng mga uh, Jews at that time, yung mga Thessalonians, nung isinulat to, Paul, you know, Paul was writing, nung sinulat niya, alam niya kung sino yung makakakuha ng sulat. Alam niyo yung minsan, di ba, may susulat sa inyo, membro ng pamilya niyo, pag biglang may kinuwento, wala ng explanation. Kasi alam niyo yung pinag-uusapan, iisa yung konteksto niyo. Pareho niyong na-experience na yon or pareho yung point of reference niyo. Ganon rin to nung sumulat si Apostol Pablo. He did not, he, he did not have to explain it. Everyone knew that the day of the Lord was a day of judgment. Okay, so nang, yung chapter 5, nag-umpisa siya, sinasabi niya. Okay, you know, alam niyo naman yan. You yourselves are fully aware the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Alam nung mga tao yun, it was a day of judgment. It, now, it was a day of judgment specifically addressed to the Jews. Okay? Specifically addressed to the Jews. Passages from the Old Testament spoke of this. Amos and other prophets spoke of God's judgment on the disobedient Jews. So, hindi siya judgment sa lahat, no? It was specific to the disobedient Jews. Sabi sa Amos 5, verse 18, it refers to it that it is darkness and not light. Ito, mga description ng day of the Lord. In Isaiah 13, verse 6, as destruction from the Almighty, it will come. Another one, Joel 1, verse 15, as destruction from the Almighty, it comes. You know, these were just some of the verses that spoke of the de- destruction and do- darkness that will come in the day of the Lord. Meron pang ibang mga verses, no? And the people all understood what Paul was talking about. Hindi na kailangan i-explain ng mahaba ni Paul, naiintindihan nila. Uh, minsan tayo, kanina lang, kausap ko si Pastor Noel, sabi ko, Pastor Noel, minsan pag merong mga, di ba, last days na ganyan, day of the Lord na pinag-uusapan, minsan iniisip ko, paano ba ipapresent yon? Kasi nga, hindi natin konteksto eh. So minsan napapaisip ako. Pero sila, they did not have to think uh, too much about it. They all understood what, what Paul was talking about. The way we don't, sila klarong-klaro sa kanya. Now, what do we learn from it? From Paul's concluding remarks to the Thessalonians. Ano ba yung lesson para sa atin? Because, sabi ko nga, it is the inspired word of God, even if it was not written directly to us, there is a message that is for us. And that is uh, what I'm hoping and believing we will see and our eyes will be opened to this afternoon. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 4 and 5, sabi, But you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. Now, after, you know, introducing 
na sabi nga niya, you, you, you know it will come like a thief in the night. No, parang, in a way, eto na si Apostle Paul, tapos sabi niya, pero, hindi yun para sa inyo. You are not of the darkness. That judgment is not for you. And, nung sinay-explain niya yun, di ba? Parang, na-explain niya, hindi yan para sa inyo. Para yan dun sa mga those in darkness. In other words, those who were not obedient to the teachings of Christ. This was uh, prophesied to the Jews who refused to believe that Jesus was the Messiah. And they just stuck religiously to their yung tradition. Ito yung kinagis na namin, ito yung tradition namin, ito na yon. So they were unbending. And this prophetic word was for them. Now, so, okay, klaro po sa atin, yung prophetic word na yon, para dun sa mga Jews nung panahon na yon. Now, what can we learn from this? And I want us to, as we learn from this, there are three things I'm going to give us this afternoon. First one, we have a future hope that brings a security to our individual lives. Pag-isipin nyo, di ba? Like last week, naalala nyo, Pastor Noel clearly pointed out, we will not be left behind. Kahit na ang daming sumikat na mga libro niyan, pelikula pa yan, we will not be left behind. Whether we live or die in the natural, our future is secure with Jesus. And in other words, dun po dapat naka-anchor, dun naka-angkla uh, yung buhay natin ngayon. And kanina nga, di ba, sabi ko, minsan, pag nag-iisip, tinitignan natin yung paligid natin, minsan ang hirap. Yung sabi nga, hindi ko na alam kung saan pa ako bubunot. Ano pa yung, pag tumingin ako sa paligid, ang hirap. And you know what? The security that the future hope, our hope in Jesus, gives us is that we can be secure. We can live secure lives here on earth. Kasi alam natin, there is gonna be a day that Jesus is going to come back. So lahat ng ginagawa natin ngayon, hindi siya masasayang. And that is our security. Our security is anchored and hinged on that hope. Alam nyo ba yung, yung hinge? Di ba yung parang yung pinto ng bakal, ay ng bahay, naka ano yun, yung kahit anong pinto, may hinge yun eh. Nakakabit yun. Yung paggalaw nun, dahil dun sa hinge, and it is the same. Yung buhay natin dito sa lupa, naka-hinge yun dun sa hope that we have in Jesus Christ. That one day He is coming back. In, first, in verses 6 to 8, no? let me read what we read earlier. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. Now, yung Thessalonians na, di ba, yung sitwasyon nila, may mga namamatay na, so iniisip nila, ano pang mangyayari? Dadating na ba si Jesus? And, uh, ganun yung mga tanong nila. And basically, Paul was assuring them, gave them the assurance that Pastor Noel also gave us last week. Live or die, we will be with Jesus. In other words, don't be concerned with that. Actually, pag-isipin nyo, yung, yung letter ni Paul, parang sinasabi nyo sa kanila, huwag nyo masyadong isipin yun. Huwag nyo isipin yun. Secure na yung future nyo. Maayos ang future. So, pag-isipin mo nga, di ba, kung pelikula, parang spoiler alert tong ano, tong, tong First Thessalonians. And some of you, you probably don't like, ano, you don't like spoiler alerts. Ako minsan gusto ko, 
lalo na pag yung intense yung medyo intense yung pelikula nakaka nakakaganon ng ano ng heartbeat minsan gusto kong alam ko na yung ending para medyo marerelax na ako now yung first Thessalonians ganon say ka spoiler alert binigay na ni Paul yung ending ito yung ending natin hope in the future and live today with the right frame of mind parang yun yung sinasabi niya now naisip ko no nung binabasa ko to kasi pag narinig natin yung word na sober minsan na ine-equate natin siya yung dapat hindi ka lasing diba bagising ka hindi ka lasing and i realize minsan pag yung bible tina-translate meron tayong limitation we are limited by our own language ngayon kailangan maiisip natin nung sinulat to ibang lengguwahe nila tin-translate lang to and minsan gusto nating i-translate pero mayroong limitation Diba? So, pag nabasa natin, something like this. Ako, naalala ko, nung binabasa ko dati, dire-diretso lang ako. Ah, okay. Be sober. Huwag kang lasing. Parang yun yung na- iniisipin mo, no? But, tignan natin, diba? He used alongside the word sober, the picture of one wearing an armor. Pagkatapos ni Paul, talking about being sober, children of the light, being sober, sinabi naman niya, something about the armor, the breastplate, of you know yung breastplate of love and faith nandoon siya tas yung helmet of salvation he was talking about that now what does that mean diba parang parang sinasabi niya you're not just to be awake and not be drunk but you are to be ready hindi ka lang yung okay hindi ka ngalasing gising ka pero wala lang kumbaga be ready like a military person you are ready kumbaga alert na alert ka hindi ka lang gising ready ka suot mo yung breastplate suot mo yung helmet Parang ganun yung picture no, that we see here. Now, what does that mean for us today? Friends, we have a future hope that enables us to be fully engaged in the present. Fully engaged in the present. Hindi yung parang kumbaga, ang picture natin ganito. One foot in the future and another foot in the present. Parang ganun yun. Yung isang pa natin nasa future, yung isa nasa present. Pero, fully engaged tayo in the present. We view current reality in light of our future hope. Dapat ang tingin natin sa paligid natin, pag nakikita natin ang nangyayari, hindi natin naitinatanggal sa picture yung future hope natin. Alam natin yung future that is in store for us. So even as we live in the present, ang hirap. Daming, ano, di ko na alam kung saan. We can, we, nandun yon at the back of our minds, there is a future hope. Jesus is coming back. All this is going to be worth it. So we can live in the present and be fully engaged. Ano mga ibig sabihin? Alam nyo, I, I love social media. Um, and alam nyo, di ba, yung may social media ako. Pero na, ako nung nag-iisip po ako nung a few days ago, iniisip ko, anong naging effect minsan ng social media sa akin? Ano? And, kunwari, nauso yung ilalike mo, iya-heart mo, you know what I realize? Minsan, nagla-like na lang akong nagla-like. Alam mo yung minsan, picture na nga lang nila-like mo, hindi mo naman binasa. And I realize, in a sense, I wasn't really fully, en- fully engaged in the relationships I had with people. Hindi ko naman po sinasabing lahat. Kasi yung iba sa inyo, talagang really engaged. Pero may aspetong ganun. Kaya po, simula kong na-realize ko yon talagang mas conscious po ako na hindi lang mag-like. Yung pag sinabi kong, ano, pag yung nag-emoji na yung nagpa-pray, talagang magpa-pray yung to be engaged. And I realize, minsan, ganun yung 
okay na, like, nalang tayo, like, nakakapagod. Pero, we can be fully engaged in the present kasi yung hope natin nasa future. We can, you know, even if we look around and nakikita natin ang hirap, hindi lang paloob yung tingin natin. We can look to the future with an outward look in the present and engage, fully engage uh, in our relationships, dun sa mga uh, tao na binibigay sa atin ng Diyos. Hindi lang yung, ayoko na magbigay, wala na akong ano. And when I say magbigay, eh, hindi lang po yung, hindi pera yung sinasabi ko, pero, but to give of ourselves, to engage in the relationships that we have. Siguro yung tanong natin, to be fully engaged, this is the question that we ask. What is God doing in the midst of this pandemic? We always ask that. Kasi alam nyo, minsan, nakita ko, pag meron tayong nakita, may pandemic, ang hirap. Nawawala na sa isip natin. The fact that God could be doing something. I'm not saying this pandemic is from God. But any situation that we face, kailangan meron tayong ganun. Lord, anong ginagawa mo? Ano yung, di ba, ano yung role ko sa ginagawa mo? And that's how it is to be fully engaged. We ask God, God, what are you doing? And what is my role in the overall thing that you're doing in the midst of the difficulty, in the midst of the hardship, in the midst of this pandemic? And that is how we can be fully engaged. Diba? Yeah. Friends, let's not be numb to the crisis and get used to seeing people suffering. Alam ko lagi, no? Parang, there is something we can do. Alam niyo yung minsan, parang, and uh, don't get me wrong, sometimes I feel that, yung parang nakakapagod. Pa, yung, ano yung term na yun? Pagod na yung puso mo. And, and I, I know we feel that. But my prayer is that this afternoon, we will have a fresh revelation of what it means to engage in the present with a foot in the future and a foot in the present. Na hindi tayo mapapagod. Hindi tayo mapapagod magbigay and to engage with people. You know, um, every time sinasabi ang faith and love sa Bible, no? naisip ko, ibig sabihin nun, our faith in God is always to have an expression of love to others. Hindi lang po natitigil, oh, I believe in God. I have faith in God. Pero, yung horizontal relationship natin, may effect yan dapat lagi. Sa, ay, yung vertical relationship, may effect sa horizontal. Uh, we can't just say, you know, we believe in God. That, that faith has to have an expression in a relationship with others. It's loving people. That's why, you know, uh, parang because we don't just uh, simply live for the present, our ultimate hope is in the future, di ba, that Jesus promised us. So, kaya natin, um, you know, as we love people, yung hope natin nasa future pa rin. Hindi lang yung present ang tinitignan natin. Our faith in God always finds its expression in the way we love others. And in verse 11 of 1 Thessalonians 5, sabi dito, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. We see the word encourage and we know that means, you know, to put courage in. Every time naririnig ko yung ano, encourage, sana ako dati. Encourage, di ba? Put courage in. Now, when Paul originally used that word, it meant urging from close beside. Meron yung aspect na close beside, di ba? People actually feel it when you encourage them. Yung talagang, you're close beside. Alam ko, meron tayong social distancing. Hindi, po, hindi ko po sinasabi na tanggalin nyo yung mask at, you know, we hug one another. That's not what I'm saying. Pero yung encouragement, naramdam talaga ng mga tao. That's what it's supposed to mean. 
there is something personal to it. And when we encourage people, you know, merong personal. Now, yung word build up always referred to uh, building or constructing like a house with strong foundations. And alam niyo dati, uh, naalala ko eh, I was involved in mga ibang-ibang construction and, you know, very important po yung foundation. Uh, yung the way we build is very important. Now, the same, the same way, when we build another up, we help make them stronger. Diba? Pag yung nagko-construct ka, hindi naman tayo pwedeng mag-construct ng, kaya tayo may mga guidelines on construction because we want the edifice that we will construct to be strong. Kailangan it will withstand whatever uh, storms will come. So, ganun po. When we, you know, when we build another person up, we make them strong. It's like we're building a structure where the presence of God can dwell in. And that is what we do. Uh, when we build them up, we pull them in back to the presence of God. Ganun yun. And that is what we can do in this pandemic. And I want us to remember, we have a future hope that enables us to help build one another's faith. And ultimately, that is what we are building. Kaya kailangan tayo mag-engage in the present so that we can help build one another's faith. And our eyes will all be on God. And you know, how do we do this? Minsan, di ba, parang andali lang pag-usapan. You know, minsan, ngayong pandemic, na-realize ko, simple lang po. Uh, kahit na po sinasabi ko yung social media, minsan, di ba, nakaka, nakaka-biso siya na minsan, like ka na lang ng like, hindi ka na pala nang engage You know, it's also something we can make use of. Use our gadgets, use our telephone, record a prayer, send it to someone, but engage. That's what I'm saying, let's engage. Huwag nating uh, tignan lang yung sarili nating mundo. Let's look out and ask God, Lord, what do you want me to do? You know, we can pray for people, we can call them. Marami po tayong pwedeng gawin. And simpleng bagay, malaki po ang nagagawa. Somebody told me, you know, sabi niya, you know, when somebody messaged me this way, I was reminded of God's goodness because of the people's love and care. And you know, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And my prayer is that we will not grow weary in doing good. You know, a few days ago, nag-anniversary po yung Run 50. Uh, I joined uh, Bishop Ferdy, then uh, Pastor Ferdy, the running fa- pastor. Sinamahan ko po siya, dun, ano, yung day one ng Run 50 from Sarangani to General Santos. It was a 50-kilometer run. Hindi ko po sinasabi to para magyabang, no? kasi hindi ko na siya kaya ngayon. No? But you know, yung takbo pong yun, there were moments I wanted to give up. Mahirap po siya. And I remember, um, yung kaibigan ko po na sumama sa amin noon, si Melinda, sinasamahan niya ako. Minsan mabilis yun eh. Minsan, mauuna siya, babalik siya. Tapos nung madilim, I needed to do a pit stop, tumigil rin siya. Uh, eventually, nauna siya. May mga nakasabay akong iba. There was a group of runners from General Santos, yung gov- governor's office to. Minsan, nung hirap na hirap na ako, bibigyan nila ako ng ano, hard-boiled egg. Minsan naman, coke. Kasi 50 kilometers, eh, mga siyam na oras po, inabot po ako ng siyam na oras. And all throughout that run, iba-iba, minsan may makakatabi ka lang, makikipagkwentuhan, hindi mo mapapansin, yung kwentuhan na yun, isang kilometro na yun natapos nyo. Now, towards the end of that run, five kilometers before the finish line, si running pastor naman po, nag-cramps. Um, nag-cramps siya, so tumigil siya sandali. Kami naman yung ano, sinilip rin namin siya. Do you have enough, ano, yung ice? Meron siyang support team, tinignan namin yung ice, everything. 
And you know what? At the end of that, at the, the end of uh, how many hours, we all reached the finish line together. It was very glorious. As we were running together, we saw the faces of the scholars for whom we were running. I could not forget that. Uh, you know, I could not forget that experience. And when I saw that, you know, when I think about that uh, run 50 and my one-day experience running it, running that ultra marathon, I realized, you know, it is similar to how we live life today. Our lives is not a sprint. Hindi siya yung unahang matapos. Mahaba puto. It's a long haul. It's like a marathon where we finish the race. And our goal is to finish. Alam niyo, pag tumatakbo kayo, you're not after first place or second place. Hindi po ganun eh. Your goal in a marathon is to finish. Now, there are others who really run to win the gold. But siguro 99.9% of runners, you run to finish. And you know, I finished that marathon. And I realized there were a lot of people who helped along the way. Ganun rin po ang buhay natin. Minsan, tayo yung nahihirapan, tutulungan tayo. Minsan naman, tayo yung okay. Tayo naman yung we will slow down to help others. And that's what it means. When I read this, you know, when I read 1 Thessalonians and the closing uh, message of the Apostle Paul, I realize that's what we are supposed to do. With our view to the finish line, with our view to the future hope that we have in Jesus, we are to live today fully engaged in the relationships God has given us, building one another up. Because there is a finish line that's waiting for all of us. And, you know, as we end uh, today's wor worship service, let us remember this and live the coming weeks accordingly. Because of the hope we have in Jesus, we can live fully engaged in the present, helping build one another up. Let's stay fully engaged. This pandemic may be tiring, but we can give because we know what the future holds. And that is my prayer for all of us, that God is the one who will meet us where we are. And as we are refreshed by God himself, and as we have a vision of the future, hope that we have in Jesus, we can live life today fully engaged. We will make disciples, we will reach out to people, we will pray for people, and we will give them a vision, a picture of the love of God for them. Why don't we pray? Panginoon, maraming salamat. Lord, thank you. Thank you for the hope that we have in you. Lord, maraming salamat because we can live life today knowing the end that is in store for all of us. And it is glorious because you have given us a wonderful gift of salvation. Lord, thank you. And Lord, I pray. I pray for your people this afternoon. Lord, I pray that you would grant them rest. They may find encouragement in you, that they may find refreshing in you. And as they are filled by the Holy Spirit, I pray that you would also enable them to be able to reach out to those who are tired and weary and to those who do not have a hope that anchors them yet. Lord, I pray for your people. Give them a vision 
of how they can be used by God, how they can partner with you in the midst of the season that we are in. Lord, teach us how to live today fully engaged because we are giving out of the hope that we have in you, not, of, not, not out of our own limitations. Pero Lord, yung hope na meron kami sa'yo dahil doon makakapagbigay kami ng walang sawa. We can help build one another up because you have given us an unshakable future. Lord, bless your people this afternoon. Teach us to live lives that honor you every single day. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, salamat po sa pag-attend niyo sa ating worship service. And there, this is my uh, challenge, my exhortation as we live, as we leave or, you know, as we end this worship service, that you will find someone to bless, to encourage, and build up. Let's do what God has called us to do, sharing His light and His love to the rest of the world. Well, let me give you the benediction from the book of Numbers. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift His countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you, everyone.